spiders can exploit almost all environments and have unique abilities. With eight legs, not six, they shouldn't be confused with insects, as David Robinson, a zoologist at the Open University, explains. People often call spiders insects. It offends professionals because they are very different. They have different origins, they have very different structures, and it may seem to a member of the general public that uh, the distinction in the number of legs isn't really a very important one, but behind that there are substantial differences in body structure. And with advances in technology, scientists have gained new and better insights into that body structure and the way spiders make webs and move. New technology has provided us with very interesting ways of looking at spiders and how they move. Freeze frame, filming, high-speed photography. These all show things that you can't see just by sitting and watching. I think when you watch a spider making a web, you think that this is a very complicated process. And although some of the things look repetitive, you feel that there's a complexity there that it might be difficult to understand. And what the work on um, Theseus the cyber spider showed was that you could have just this small number of decisions. It really was quite a short decision tree, and that would generate the majority of the features of the spider's web. And so there, there it's new technology allowing you to simulate. When spider's walking and jumping, then I think it's new technology that enables you to visualise. You can watch a spider running across the surface of a pond, but it's high-speed photography that has enabled scientists to understand how the spider manages to get a purchase on the pond's slippery surface. When they're travelling across the surface of water, they're able to use the tension in the water surface so that um, they can, of course, support themselves and not sink in, but also they can make use of it to actually jump slightly above the water surface and then fall back on and not go under, and then do that again. It's a very impressive... I can try and describe it, of course, but it's much better if you look at clips of um, high-speed film that's then been slowed down to see how they make impressions in the water. And they can do this because the, um, the legs are, are hydrophobic. They reject water, and so they don't get themselves wet, and so the surface film on the water remains intact. Scientists do focus on spiders' legs... They use their legs to make their webs and spiders are constantly receiving feedback from receptors in those legs. And it's the information, probably, that is coming back from particularly the tip of the leg and the joints in the leg which tells the spider what the leg's in contact with and the angle at which the um, leg makes with, say, a water surface or a piece of silk. It's getting feedback all the time about its environment through the legs. Scientists are steadily increasing their knowledge of the neurology of the spider. We have some hope of getting closer to how the neural system is controlling the way they behave. You're always looking in in zoology for models that you can use, which are relatively simple, but which will help you to find out the more fundamental and basic principles. And since all nervous systems operate essentially in the same way, we can get quite a lot of information from spiders about how, in general, nervous systems work, how sensory systems work, and how decision-making processes occur. There has always been great interest in spiders' capacity to form silk which they use not only to make an extraordinary variety of webs as safety lines when falling through air or jumping and to surround and protect their eggs, but now there is an interest in silk for its own sake as a protein that forms threads with a high tensile strength. The people who are interested in its 
molecular structure and the way in which it's extruded by spiders because it might then be possible to make artificial silk with all the properties of the different spider silks because it will be um, highly flexible um, yet very strong. Fritz Volwath has suggested, um, I'm not quite sure how seriously, that um, if you uh, made up something like a replica of a bulletproof vest or something like that, the um, silk might actually stop a bullet, but it would stop it by expanding and flexing. It would hold it, but of course it would have still travelled in quite a distance. And our knowledge of spiders will increase, it seems, as new advances in the electronics industry continue. Certainly, the miniaturisation that's gone on in the electronics industry has transformed certain areas of biology. It's not quite possible yet, but I'm sure it will be possible to mount little um, radio transmitters on spiders and to follow them, uh, to tag them effectively. And then further into the future, maybe we can uh, tap into their nervous systems and with a little transmitter on the back, actually pick up the signals. There has been some work done on trying to um, link in a miniature computer into um, the nervous system of a cockroach, making a sort of rather a strange hybrid. Um, these sort of experiments will continue. They'll get easier, well, not easier to do, but the technology will get smaller, which will enable them to be carried out. So with growing knowledge and new insights about spiders... Will we begin to find them more fascinating than fearsome? I find spiders fascinating. Uh, they're fascinating to watch. And their abilities to, um, to move and to use silk are, are just tremendously impressive. It would be nice to think that people could learn to love spiders and that we could sort of change our culture and not be at all concerned about the spider in the bath or the spider in the house. I'm not sure that is going to happen. There is something about spiders that seems to worry us. Whether it's the fact that they can move so fast, whether it's the fact that, of course, in some parts of the world, there are venomous spiders, and therefore you are right to be frightened of them, I don't know. But certainly um, in Britain, uh, we shouldn't be scared of spiders at all. We should learn to love them. And I think we should spend a lot of time just watching and learning about them for ourselves, rather than just saying, oh dear, there's a spider, how can I get rid of it?